Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Arash Madani got me going on this. He's going, this is amazing. Mike Trout's coming out with a USA flag. And uh, Shohei Otani's coming out with a Japanese flag. I'm like, oh, I better flip it over to Sportsnet. It was kind of slow going at the start. The game itself was exciting. We've been trying to get people into it over the last week and a half since this thing started. And I think a lot of people did. What a game, man. People are going to be talking about this for quite some time. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Yes, it's a little thing called the RP Show, and we're live at the beautiful Great Eagle Resort and Casino again. Our spring residency is humming. We're into our second week of it, and we'll be here till May, maybe beyond. And I don't know, we just hit on a very interesting topic today. I had a sense that it would be, and we'll continue that in a moment. Darren Moose dupont joins us from the NHL's Bermuda Triangle, and I appreciate your... Uh, Flying co-pilot with me today, Moose. Uh, where do I go from here? I welcome everybody that's just tuned us in for hour two of your favorite daytime sports and entertainment talk show. We are coming at you live on Game Plus Television all across all 10 Canadian provinces, 31 U.S. states, and on the radio in the state of Georgia. Um, we're going to get to Moose moving ahead to tonight's games in the National Hockey League. The Sweet 16 round of March Madness gets rolling tonight. But the topic that's got everybody going today, and it's elicited a lot of viewer response. I'm going to go back and read it here. Dallas Mavericks owner Mark Cuban said he plans to protest a two-point loss to Golden State after a confusing sequence led to an uncontested basket for the Warriors last night. Kevon Looney had an easy dunk on an inbounds play with the Mavs lined up on their offensive end after a timeout late in the third quarter of Golden State's eventual two-point victory. The Mavs thought they had the ball after official Andy Nagy pointed in Golden State's direction for possession, but then quickly pointed to the Dallas bench to indicate a timeout. So there's all that. Uh, my thing is I would love to sit down with Mark Cuban and say, what do you expect to get out of this, Mark? Because they're not going to go back and play the game. It annoys me, Darren, that people think in sports now they're so much smarter than those that came before them decades ago and the fact of the matter is you're probably not as smart as your forefathers and foremothers if you will but what, what do you expect mark what do you think he's expecting to get you can't get anything more than an apology and they won't admit to doing no. makeup calls i know you'll only get an apology he'll get a written apology but maybe what Mark Cuban is thinking is, <clears throat> I'm going to officially protest this game. I'm going to make sure they admit to being wrong. And then I'm going to have one in my back pocket. So the next time I want something from the league in a negotiation or need something, they're going to be more willing to say, ah, we screwed them last time, so let's give it to them this time. You know, I think it's a long play. Mark Cuban's smarter than that. He doesn't think they're going to reverse mm. the decision of the game. That's what I think, too. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. It's not happening. But it's, it just, it annoys me a little bit. <laughs> Actually, it annoys me a lot. And it's probably something that Perry Shockey and I will talk about over some foray Alberta beef tonight in the Saddledome media room. And that is, we got to get over certain things that it's not the way it used to be because it's never going to be the way it used to be. It ticks me off when people in major junior hockey talk about there's got to be a better format for the Memorial Cup. There's got to be a better format. Okay, you come up with it and get back to us. We'll wait. And the longtime major junior fans that are watching, tell me, I think, when was the, gosh, I used to do a lot of coverage on this. The tournament format that they're in now 
It's been around since the 70s. Was Calgary 1974 the first? It's been going for 50 years because nobody could find a better format. Because if you had a tournament here or Hamilton and you had three leagues represented but no local team, nobody's going to go. This is why they do it. Okay? And the host team usually is junk. <laughs> so if they end up winning it, it's because of <laughs> luck. Nobody can figure out a better way to do it. Yet everybody wants to sit around and bitch they don't like the way it is. These are smart guys that came up with it. Yeah. Um, me, Craig, are... <sighs> I've had a lot of football thoughts rattling around in my cranium all week. I have, because I'm a football fan, and you're a football guy. Craig Smith, our director of scouting, writes in, and he says, I'm disappointed that the CFL is not streaming anything this week from the CFL Combine. I guess there's not a lot like me who loves seeing this is the future of CFL talent. I don't know about that. What I know is that I'm going up to Edmonton on Saturday, and I'm taking our guy, Kevin, and I'm really excited to be at Commonwealth Stadium on Saturday for this. I don't know any more than that. I don't know who's streaming and what's not. I don't know who's available for the uh, fans to come. I don't know. But I was talking to a media guy, Darren, and you know who he is. Edmonton media guy, very well known. Because he says, I hear you're coming up for the combine. Are we going to have a chance to see each other? Blah, blah, blah. And I said, well, are you, are you going to be covering it? And he goes, well, I don't really get along uh, real well with this with the media people in that league or the team anymore. And the problem is he's been around so long, he remembers how it used to be done. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> when they did it right. So I think they'd like to just get rid of us old dinosaurs that remember when it was effective. When um, the Edmonton Eskimos used to win the PR award every year in the CFL. They might as well called it the Dave Jameson Award because he was so bloody great at what he did. Anything less than that is uncivilized. Uh, hey, Rich in Edmonton says, uh, he writes, he says, Rod, surely you'll be going to the oil versus Vegas on Saturday night? No. But stick with me. Here's why. I'm coming home here to Calgary to watch the Flames and the San Jose Sharks. It's already set up with the Flames. But I'm going to come to Edmonton for playoff games because I'm not sure there's going to be any here. Okay? I said it. <laughs> Sorry. Don't blame me. Don't at me. So I can wait until the spring and go to Edmonton for some playoff games there. The orders are very good. Jason in Red Deer writes that and he says, Brian Hall, perchance? About Edmonton Media. No, it wasn't Brian Hall. I don't like Brian Hall. I don't talk to Brian Hall. It wasn't Brian Hall. Stop asking. I'm not going to tell you. Uh, back to the rules. Now you have, did you say you've ref Darren or no? I can't, yeah, can't I've remember. Ref. Yeah. Okay. I have my certification as a hockey official, so I can kind of speak about it. Doesn't matter that it's 40 years old. Does it? Darren in Utah. Darren Workman says a good rule of thumb for officials is if you have less than 10 seconds left in the game, put your whistle in your pocket, button your flag pocket shut, and let the players decide the outcome of the game. Sure, but you're still going to tick somebody off with that. You're, you're, mm. Mm. respond to that, please, Moose. <laughs> that doesn't with work. your response. That doesn't work. You're t that, that, doesn't work. that doesn't work either. No. no, you're telling me that you're going to put the flag away 10 seconds, your team's on defense up by three, and there's an egregious holding call, and you're going to let them score the touchdown? No. No. Not happening. That's no. Have you ref Darren in Utah? Have you refed? You can't do that. And uh, I've done a little bit of everything in this perilous trade, and I've officiated and realized that I don't want to do that either. I don't have the, but, um, well, at the time, I didn't have the, what? What? Well, but, what? but he's not completely wrong. The, the best referees do understand game situation and, and what plays impact the game and what plays don't in certain spots. You're right. But you can't go black and white and put the whistle away at any point in time, no matter what. I think the best rule of thumb is to tick both teams off. Then you can't be accused of favoring good. anybody. 
Uh, Jeff in Winnipeg says, the no-call skate-in-the-crease goal by Brett Hall, Stars versus Sabres. 1999, I was listening to it on the radio. It was a Saturday, and I was at a wedding in Limerick, Saskatchewan. And I was out listening in my car, my 1995 Ford Mustang. God, that was a sweet car. I was listening to it while the wedding reception was going on. And I heard the call. So I didn't see the goal. I just heard the explanation of it. Obviously, my dad was working for the Stars at the time, so I intimately know the incident that you're talking about. And if I may, I believe the rule book states that you could, at that time, have a skate in the crease if you weren't interfering with the goaltender. There was no rule was broken there. I, I believe that's the misnomer on the whole Brett Hull thing. Jason and Redyear goes on to say, how about officials just calling everything correctly? If you see a penalty, call it. Who gives a crap if it affects the game? Then the players should abide by the rules. Well, now there's a thought. <laughs> what do you doesn't think? work either. That doesn't work either, unfortunately. It sounds great. Why? It, it really does. But then you, you, you look at what the impact is of a penalty, right? Two minutes in, in the first period of a playoff game or two minutes in overtime, right? You know, calls that change the game, they, it's worth a lot more. So you do have to adjust the way you call it. It's very complex, and it's hard for people to comprehend who can only see things in black and white. Yeah, and I think if you have never been on the bench or on the ice or on the field, if you haven't played it and been around it, you wouldn't understand. And I don't know, Jason, your sports history, but, but I do know this, having played and coached and refed and been in the sports media forever. What if you just called it black and white, as you're suggesting, and the power plays ended up 12-1 in hockey at the end of the game? What are you going to say? The coaches go, the power plays were 12-1, for God's sakes. You know, they're supposed to be even. Yeah. That's the rule of thumb. You didn't call it even. Power plays were, so you're never going to. Uh, Ted in Red Deer says, Rod mentioned Brian Hall with no rant. Color me disappointed. 11-11. It ain't worth it. It's 11-11. See? Visualize a positive outcome. Beautiful. We had a guy say to me the other day that we haven't had a lot of Rod's rants lately, and um, I'm not a really wound up angry guy anymore. Sorry. <laughs> Darren in Utah says, too, by the way, I have officiated. And if it is so egregious that it has to be called, however, most players don't want to be that guy who fouled so badly so they try to play it clean. Fair, 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 fair. But whenever anybody says put the whistle, <laughs> whenever I hear put the whistle in the pocket, it's like, oh boy, here we go. The rodeo <laughs> has started. Yes. I don't necessarily have a problem with that either. Uh, you know, um... Boy, did we spark a tremendous discussion today. This is what we do here. Uh, Dan in Winnipeg says, Rod, do you think the Jets will make the playoffs this year? I'm starting to say no, Dan. I'm starting to think, no, they won't. And maybe Rick Bonus, who's not dumb, the head coach of the Winnipeg Jets, there's a little bit of a method behind his madness. I don't know. But it's getting a lot of play in Manitoba and Winnipeg that he's called out his players for not being motivated sufficiently. Wilf in Steinbach, Manitoba, watches every day on Game Plus TV, and he says, hi, Rod and Moose. I believe Rick Bonus hit the nail on the head. Nino is the best player on the roster. He never takes a shift off. Plus, minus tells it all. Sure, but Nino is new to the whole thing. So is the Winnipeg Jets dressing room a crab bucket, of which Moose and I talk about regularly? I've got to move the table back. I keep bumping the camera here. Are they a crab bucket? That Nino Niederreiter is going to be pulled down into that bucket of crabs that appears to be the Winnipeg Jets dressing room? We started the show watching or talking about this, Darren, that uh, <laughs> all those Winnipeg Jets ugly traits have showed up just in time. Wow. What a plot twist. 
It is something else, man. It is something else. I don't know how you get it back and fix it or how Rick Bonus can do a full-on reset, but they need to they need to get to the core of the issues. They need to, you know, come together as a team. There's an opportunity here for a great story to be written in Winnipeg, but they have to be willing to do it and have to address the problem and overcome it and it's not too late. It's absolutely not too late, but they need to put in the work. Well, what do you think? Again, I have a lot of respect for Rick Bonus. What these guys say in the media is sometimes different than what they're saying behind closed doors. I don't know if he's one of those guys. John Cooper in Tampa is the best with the Jedi mind tricks with the media and the fans. He puts things out there to throw people off the scent. You know, I don't know uh, if Rick Bonus is saying these things now at this specific time because the stretch drive is officially starting now with 10 games to go. I don't know what his motivation is. And incidentally, the, flame, or the uh, Jets lost their last game, right? No, sorry, they won their last game against the Arizona Coyotes. So it's interesting that as he'd come out with these comments now. You know, I promised that we would be in Winnipeg doing the show this spring. Doesn't look like that's going to happen now. We are hoping to do the show from a casino in Winnipeg, similarly to what we do here at the Great Eagle, but the Great Eagles snatched us up. So what are you going to do? It's nice to be the hot girl at the ball. Seth is watching in the audience here. And he says, uh, regarding the call you'd like to have called back, he says, strike two called on Ben Revere on the bottom of the ninth with runners on second and third, 2015 against the Royals. Spicy! Mike Yates, Mike in Swift Current says, one of the worst calls was Andy Van Helleman, disallowed goal by Joe Sackick, 1995 playoffs, Quebec versus the Rangers, where he blew the whistle after Joe scored, and Quebec ended up losing in overtime. Andy was fined by the league for the mistake. Big deal. <laughs> That's what Mike... But we don't hold on to things, right? It only happened 28 years ago. Uh, Moose, has been a wonderful uh, discussion today. I think you're done. Thank you. Awesome. We'll Enjoy the later. rest of the show. All right. Jim, you too. Jim Clubber-Lang next, Canada's foremost NFL insider. And if you or Jim or anybody's wondering what we've been talking about today, topic is what's the one call in history and sports you'd like to have reversed? Because Mark Cuban's protesting to the NBA a call that cost his team a game last night. And I'm saying, what are you hoping to accomplish, Mark? You're not any smarter than anybody else from the history of time. All you're going to get is an apology. Also, Kieran Kettle coming up, three-time world champion at Muay Thai. The Muay Thai World Cup is here at Grey Eagle on Saturday night. We're going to talk a little combat sports later on, too. We are live from Calgary's entertainment destination on Game Plus Television, YouTube Live, iHeartRadio, your favorite podcast platform, and your southern home of sports and talk, WQEE, the key. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. PlayNow.com is Saskatchewan's only legal gambling site. PlayNow.com A site with hundreds of slot games, your favorite live table games, and the PlayNow Sportsbook. PlayNow Sportsbook. Head over to PlayNow.com and enter promo code RPSHOW to redeem your special offer. That's promo code RPSHOW for your special offer. PlayNow.com Must be 19+. plus. Use your game sense.
We're back live at Gray Eagle Resort and Casino. We've got a very busy show on the go, live from that spot right there, the gateway to the foothills. Sheldon Lashams watching from Gray Eagle. He writes in and he says, hi, guys. Great show today. All caps. We love having you here. You want to throw that one up on the screen, Clark? Why not? What a flatterer. And we're talking about what's the one call you could have reversed if you could. There are too many comments coming in. I'll get to them as much as I can. Uh, Jim Clubber-Lang joins us, Canada's foremost NFL expert. And Jimbo, I do not want to put you on the spot, but off the top of your head, based on Mark Cuban protesting the NBA, what's the one call, if you could, have your drubbers have reversed? It only takes me 10 seconds, less than that, a microsecond to figure out the tuck rule. Rod Woodson caused yeah. a fumble against Tom Brady in the snow in New England. I, I, that rule still drives me to distraction. The Raiders should have won that game. They still talk about it regularly. Explain to those that don't know the tuck rule. Well, it's in a convoluted way. They're basically saying that, like, because he brought the ball in and tucked it back in. It wasn't a fumble. It still doesn't make sense. I don't think anyone in the field could still understand how it happened. I mean, Tom Brady and Bill Belichick weren't complaining because they benefited from it and ended up, you know, winning the game because of that tuck rule. But the, uh, oh, that's, every time they show that replay around playoff season, I had the uh, the privilege of dealing with uh, Rod Woodson um, or Charles Woodson, I should say, Charles Woodson, when he was with the Packers at the Super Bowl. And Charles Woodson is one of the nicest, most intelligent human beings ever. But they're like. Talk about anything Packers Super Bowl. Just don't bring up the tuck rule. <laughs> yeah, no problem. I don't want to bring it up either. So, I mean, I'm sure that haunts Charles Woodson and uh, John Gruden, everyone with the Raiders from that team, because, uh, I, I mean, it's one of those highlights when I see it, I go, I can't believe they made that call. I can't. Yeah, well, it's quite interesting because a lot of people, as you know, we are in Canada. They brought up the 13th man call against the Rough Riders. Last play of the 2009 Grey Cup that cost us a championship. And I'm like, they didn't screw that call up. We had too many men on the field. So I, I don't want it reversed. Like, we want the right call made. But the tuck rule what? was not that. Well, what about the stick measurement with Marty McSorley in the 93 Cup final, Kings Canadians? But that was illegal too. <laughs> that was illegal. Yeah, that was yeah. the right call. I guess, I mean, but the point being is, I guess, basically everyone had an illegal curve at the time. But, yeah, I mean, but number one for me is always going to be the tuck rule. Fair. But it's like, hey, you get called for speeding on the freeway. Let's say the Arizona 101 or the I-95 in Miami. You get pulled over. Everybody's speeding. Were you speeding? Well, yeah, but everybody's speed. You were speed. You broke the law. <laughs> so, anyway. Excuse me. I've tried that excuse. It doesn't work. No, it doesn't. How about that? <laughs> Haven't we all? Um, so Ryan in Saratoga, New York, here as Canada's foremost NFL expert, Jim Lang, with us. Ryan says, question for Mr. Lang. What's your take oh. on the Aaron Rodgers trade holdup, and will this drag on until the draft or after the draft? Ryan, 100% will drag on to the draft. It, I mean, why do the Packers have to rush and make a deal? They'd have no reason to. And, and they've seen the price paid around the league. Like, think what Carolina did Oof. to acquire the first-round draft pick. Two first, two seconds, and, and DJ Moore. So if you're the Jets and you want Aaron Rodgers, which is a proven commodity, not an unknown first-round draft pick, which may or may not be great, but you know what you're getting in Aaron Rodgers, and you think right away we have a chance to be at least a wild-card team in the AFC, why would you ask for anything less than, than a lot? So you're going to ask for multiple picks and maybe a player. Well, you want him that bad. He's basically, Aaron Rodgers has basically forced everyone's hand to say, I'm, the only place I want to go is the Jets. So the Jets basically don't have a lot of leg to stand on when they're dealing with the Green Bay Packers. The Packers are going to say, okay, well, this is what we want. Please have at him. Boy, do we got a lot. Boy, they love when you come on, Jim. Uh, Rich in Edmonton says, this Raider fan still refuses to accept that call. So there's that. Oh. Landry says, Jim, do you think the Denver Broncos will see a significant improvement this year? Their coach, Sean Payton, had a pick of teams to coach, and he picked Denver. What kind of a difference is it's it going to make? It's funny he asked that question. I was just thinking about that today. I think he's going to be an immediate impact on the team, both with Russell Wilson, at quarterback, the mindset of the team, how they practice, 
how they prepare. If you think about last year uh, under Nathaniel Hackett and some of the boneheaded coaching decisions and coaching errors in the first few games that cost them games at the start of the season, that will not happen with Sean Payton. Like, there's one thing you can say what you want about him. He's ultra prepared, knows the rule book, knows the game inside and out, knows gamemanship. So when the Broncos step on the field, they may or may not lose because of talent, but they're not going to lose because of bad coaching decisions. So right away, I'm going to give them at least three or four extra wins because of the Sean Payton impact on the Broncos. I can't wait to see how Russell Wilson plays and how the Broncos play under Sean Payton because I, I remember dealing with him in the Super Bowl when they upset the Colts at the time. And you talk to the guy, you realize, like, w- w- he's all business. Like, all business. Like, when he, when he goes to that facility, those players be, re- be ready to work, know the playbook, know their assignments, because he's got no problem calling you out. He'll just show up his Super Bowl ring and twinkle it in the slights of the stadium and go, what did you say? This is what I want you to do. So I can't wait to see what Sean Bate does in Denver. We uh, have a machine gun succession of questions here for you, so I'm going to try to get them in as much as I can. Uh, Jeff in Winnipeg says, Jim, what's your over-under for Jimmy G's games played with the Raiders this season? I'm going to go, I'll say 10.5. That's my over-under is 10.5 games. Based on? Well, I mean, he does have a tendency to get banged up and hurt. And, you know, the 17-game regular season is a lot. And not many quarterbacks play every game of the regular season. So, I mean, if I'm thinking Vegas, they probably put the over-under at 10.5. I I think he's – I like Jimmy G going across across now, across state, to the Raiders. I think that's a smart pickup. But, yeah, I mean – Look, I mean, the quarterbacks get hurt, and Jimmy G's been hurt from time to time. So if I'm putting a realistic over-under, I'm going to do 10.5. Jennifer from the Four Seasons Sports Palace wants to know, where will Lamar land? Is that ever an interesting situation, what's gone down with Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens? Well, Jennifer, if I'm the Indianapolis Colt, I down a $230 million guaranteed contract in front of Lamar Jackson and his agent, the same contract they gave to Sean Watson, because under the terms of the non-exclusive franchise tag that they put on them by the Ravens, the Ravens, if they don't match the offer, they get two draft picks. So if you're the Colts, you're only giving up two first-round picks. Think about what I said about Carolina. They did two first, two seconds, and a starting player. For the rights, the rights to a first-round pick that may not be you. Lamar Jackson is in his mid-twenties, a former unanimous MVP, a game changer, immediate franchise-building game changer. So you talk about the impact Sean Payton would have in Denver, the impact that the Colts would have with the additional Lamar Jackson would be huge. And if I'm Jermaine, say I'm the Colts, I'm just say, look, 230, 240, we'll guarantee it. Please, we want you to rebuild our franchise. You're our quarterback for the next 10, 12 years. Tank in the Energy City says, with the Vikings being the wild card to take a shot at Lamar, would the Vikings give up Kirk's remaining contract to just dump a bunch of money on Lamar Jackson if they do land him? Yeah, um, I just don't know off the top of my head what the, the cap hit would be if they do that. Uh, they may have to get the capologist to work some numbers. You're thinking about a Vikings team that went 13 to four last year. So uh, there's not going to be a lot of appetite in management in the front office to take the financial hit of doing that when you won 13 games last year. So um, th- that may be a discussion, but I don't see that happening because they just they're not quarterback needy as other teams are. Number one overall pick belongs to the Carolina Panthers after acquiring it from the Chicago Bears, and they gave up a lot to get it. Do you see a Ryan Leaf, Peyton Manning-ish scenario evolving here for the on draft day for C.J. Stroud and Bryce Young? Uh, yes, I guess. I mean, only in the sense I'm not talking about how they would end up as pros, but only because how teams view the quarterbacks, because every team in the NFL has a different metric and different uh, way of evaluating players. So uh, I could be a scout along with my personnel people look at Rod Peterson and say, Rod Peterson is lead pipe cinch. He's number one. We got to have him. And then another team looks at Rod Peterson going, he's really good, but I'm not prepared to take for the first pick overall. So that's going to be the big discussion for, for Frank Reich 
now in Carolina, and the front office is the measuring stick. They're probably going to do a, a private pro day leading up to the draft and knowing how much money and what it means to the franchise. But yeah, it's all going to be up to how they view each one of the players and where they think they can go as a franchise. I don't think the story, the, the narrative about Bryce Young's size, I don't think it matters. I think we've seen evidence of that. Undersized quarterbacks in the NFL having great success, Super Bowl champion success. So the size thing, I think I don't understand all the talk about it at all. Well, it's interesting because I see on the screens ESPN's broadcasting live from C.J. Stroud's Pro Day today. And I'm like, what could you possibly unearth at a pro day that we haven't seen on the mountains of film that have been available <laughs> yeah, yeah, with yeah. this guy? Right? Yeah. What do you think they're looking yeah, exactly, for? Exactly. Oh, I mean, it's great content if you're ESPN, but uh, they maybe say, look, we want you to run uh, a sluggo, a slant and go, or, or maybe a typical uh, bread and butter passes in our passing tree in our offense. And we want to see how you look throwing the ball how long it takes for you to get the ball from your hand and the, re the receiver's hands, how you look doing it. And it, it, this is really the minutia of coaching and evaluating players. But but for the most part, you're right, Rod. It's not like they're going to learn anything that they don't already know out of this player right now from the last few years in the NCAA and everything with the combine. In the two minutes that are left, your Toronto Maple Leafs are at my Florida Panthers tonight. Should be a gutter. Panthers slipped out of a playoff spot last night by virtue of the Penguins' win over Colorado. What a race this is. How are you on the Leafs today, Jimbo? Well, I have a, uh, I'm hoping for the best, preparing for the worst. I'm not convinced they have the goaltending to be successful in the postseason. I I'm just not. And, and I look at... The, the big teams in the East and the NHL, especially the way Boston's playing, and I, I just don't know because for them to advance, they'd have to beat Tampa Bay and Boston. And they may beat one, they're not beating both. I, I just don't see them beating Boston. And I, you know, it's not, like the offensive talents there, they, they've got some depth and defense, but it, at this stage in the playoffs in the season, Rod, it's can their goaltending step up to the point where they can steal games, face 45, 50 shots, and give up maybe one? I, I just don't see any evidence of the Leafs goaltending be able to do that. So that's that's why I'm worried. I feel like your dog isn't big on the Leafs right now because as soon as I brought up the <laughs> no. Leafs, your dog started whining. <laughs> oh no, she 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 understands my pain. I have to say that uh, you know uh, as painful as that is, I mean every time I look at a highlight of Connor McDavid, I'm like I can't believe what this guy's doing. Like, I can't believe it. Like, it's like, I mean, he's putting together this kind of seasons we haven't seen since the 90s, Rod. I know. It's hard to believe there was ever any discussion who's the MVP of the NHL. Oh, <laughs> I know. Exactly. Your, dog, your dog wants McDavid to play for the Leafs. <laughs> no doubt about that. <laughs> okay, Jim, thank you, man. Have a great day. Thank, thank you for you. coming on. You're the best special guests. It. Two of them. Yeah. Uh, the special guests, two of them joining us when we come back. Well, one at a time. The first one next, Kieran Kettle, when we return to Gray Eagle after this timeout on Game Plus Television, YouTube Live, iHeartRadio, and your southern home of sports and talk, WQEE, the key. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You got to subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Folks, if you love the timeless music of the Eagles, then you can't afford to miss Hotel California, the original Eagles tribute right here Thursday, April 27th at Great Eagle Resort and Casino, specifically at the event center. Tickets are on sale now at Ticketmaster.ca. This Saturday night, everybody's excited about the Muay Thai World Cup, and Kieran Kettle joins us right here on stage at the Great Eagle. Three-time world champion at Muay Thai. He's the CEO of the Muay Thai World Cup this uh, Saturday, and he looks particularly relaxed for a guy that's hosting a pretty big event. You got everything ready to go, Karen? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I've promoted over 70 events, so I'm used to it by now. The stress levels are, are gone now. Those days of uh, running around 
like a headless chicken. Our events have gone. Uh, we're, we're, we've got a good team and we're ready for Saturday. Muay Thai World Cup here at the Grey Eagle on Saturday. I don't even know what people need to know. I think they need to know about you first, though. Okay. Three-time world champion of, of Muay Thai. Explain how you, uh, the road to those three world championships. Started in 1992. Um, didn't actually like the sport particularly at first, would you believe? Um, took me a few years of just going once a week just to keep fit. Why'd you start? My older brother, actually. So my older brother, um, he was at university. And he called, uh, of course, it was before cell phones. He called up on the house phone to my mum and said, you need to get Kieran. He's, he would love this because in team sports, I used to play football, soccer. Um, I was always like, it was, the team was good, but I didn't like letting anyone down. So when you do something individually solo, it's down to you and you only, right? So he called up and said to my mum, you need to get him into a local club. And that's what happened. The local club, I joined it. Uh, several years later, my brother actually overtook the club. He started running the club and then uh, offs offset the journey. So, wow. <laughs> yeah. When you won these titles, yes. where specifically did you win them? So I was, uh, the ages were 21, 26 and 30. Uh, two different weight classes. Two of them were in England and one of them was in Holland. Yeah, and now you've, you're, are you putting on events all over the world or you have participated in events all over the world? Both, so, yeah, okay. both. so during my sort of fight career, um, I was very, I always say I'm very lucky. Um, I managed to travel the world being a fighter. And when that stopped, um, becoming a coach, I managed to travel the world with the fighters due, due to all the networking I did over the years. Um, and now, of course, as a promoter, I promoted in various different countries, but now right here in Calgary, the home, I've been, I've been promoting here. Okay, so that's Kieran's story. Kieran <laughs> Kettle, three-time Muay Thai world champion. People are gonna come down here Saturday and if they haven't bought tickets yet, they're going to, what are they gonna see? You're gonna see the best Muay Thai stand-up action you'll ever see. And what I mean by stand-up is, because some people don't know what Muay Thai is. Kickboxing Muay Thai, some people don't know what it is. People will know what UFC is. So it's everything you see in UFC on a stand-up. When the guys are on their feet, all the girls are on their feet, that's what you're going to see. The most exciting strikers in the world participating. It's Muay Thai with the little gloves, the four-ounce MMA gloves. It's the first time that's ever happened in Canada, too. We signed a deal with um, a huge company called One Championship, which is broadcast all around the world to, to millions. Um, so we signed a deal with them. Uh, the beauty of Saturday is we brought the best of the best from North America to compete against each other. The winners, this is the quarterfinal, we've got a semi-final in June, we've got a final win in November. The winners of that will receive a multi-fight contract worth 100,000 US dollars. So it's life-changing for these guys. So Saturday it all begins. And uh, like I said, you're seeing the best of the best compete against each other. Punches, kicks, knees, elbows. It's the most exciting sport. I'm gonna be biased, of course, in the world, but it is everything you wanna see in a show. I was mentioning to you before we went here that I've done a lot of announcing of boxing and MMA. Yep. But for those, I've never done Muay Thai, so I'm excited to be there on Saturday. But when they get to the ground in MMA, it does get a little boring. Uh, do, will they stop the fight if you guys go to the ground, or how does that... Yeah, so in a nutshell, if there's a sweep or someone gets put down, um, the referee will stand them up. Okay, so they don't stop the fight then. Is there a penalty no, no. if you take somebody down? Uh, no, no, no. So you, it, it'll be an illegal move as such. Of course, if you knock someone down, that's different. There'll be an eight count for that. If you sweep them down, that's completely allowed. But there won't be any sort of shoots, what they call an MMA. So, yeah, a little bit different. It's, it's completely action-packed. I said, the referee tries to keep the, the, the flow, keep going, keep going, keep them standing and keep punching, kicking, knee and elbowing, so. So you've said you've done a lot of events. What do you expect for an atmosphere here on Saturday? Because it can get rowdy. Can Is that do. what we're expecting? Well, I mean, I've got to be honest with you, like, as I said, I promoted in, uh, in Europe, America, uh, the Middle East, and I always say it really surprises me how good of a crowd, especially Calgary, but the crowd is just phenomenal. They get behind every fighter, they're very appreciative. They're a fantastic audience. They're loud, but they, it just, they just bring extra atmosphere. And we're expecting a couple of thousand people on Saturday. Um, and as per usual with uh, Calgary, everything's last minute. So you're gonna get the rush of people, you know yeah. how it is. Um, but it, it is exciting. And I always say that the crowd here are very special. They're very loud. 
there, but they're very respectful and polite too at the same time. And, and that's what it should be. It's a martial art after all, but it's also a fight sport. They want to be entertained. They want to get rowdy. Yep. That's this town. <laughs> Trust me, I get it. And I laugh <laughs> because I, while I've never worked in combat sports per se, just done the events, I laugh when people from other sports say, oh, it's losing popularity. It's this. No. Oh, really? No, it ain't. No. No, because the venues are full. The venues are full. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, we're coming out of that horrible period, which was COVID, of course. We're now into a full year. There's events every week now across Canada. And yeah. it's getting more popular. And I feel also we've got the grassroots, we've got the kids coming through now. And the gyms, not just my gym um, at all, but every other gym I'm speaking to in the city, across the province, across the country, all the kids now are, are wanting to, to compete compete or train at least in martial arts. The parents want them to get some confidence, get fit, be part of a social team. And I think... Um, all sports are increasing, but I think in martial arts especially, we're seeing memberships going through the roof. That's why it's fantastic in yes. all regards, but I will say this. There will always be some sort of human lust to see two competitors <laughs> in a ring or a cage. Gladiators, you know. And, and it's that's, a human nature, It I is think. a human nature, absolutely. Yeah. But when you see it with skill, that's when you're really, like, entertained. So it's not just two guys just brawling that don't really know what they're doing. These, these athletes have been trained from years and years and years for that one moment. So you're going to see high class skill, but also, you know, it's beautiful violence. Have we got you sold yet, folks? Where can <laughs> I hope they, so. Yeah, where can they get their tickets? <laughs> so you can go onto ticketmaster.ca, Muay Thai World Cup, um, or you can go to our website, MuayThaiWorldCup.com. If you can't make it, we've got a pay-per-view stream on that link as well. The website again? MuayThaiWorldCup.com. There you go. He's the CEO of it and three-time world champion. Thank you for the invite. I'll see you there Saturday. Can't wait. Look forward to seeing you. Look forward to seeing your reaction when you see the fights. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> uh, we have another special guest right after this brief break. We'll be right back with Overtime in a moment. Live from Grey Eagle Resort and Casino on Game Plus Television, YouTube, and WQEE, The Key. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. PlayNow.com is Saskatchewan's only legal gambling site. PlayNow.com A site with hundreds of slot games, your favorite live table games, and the PlayNow Sportsbook. PlayNow Sportsbook. Head over to PlayNow.com and enter promo code RPSHOW to redeem your special offer. That's promo code RPSHOW for your special offer. PlayNow.com Must be 19 plus. Use your game sense. You got something to say? You want to add to the show? What are you waiting for? Don't just sit there. Say something. Now, back to the studio with Rod. The studio is the Gray Eagle Resort and Casino, Calgary's entertainment destination and overtime. Normally, we would have the moose here, but I've invited a special guest to join us. It's still brought to you, though, by the Four Seasons Sports Palace, your home for the UFC and the National Hockey League at 909 Arcola Avenue East in Regina, Saskatchewan, Canada. But Mark Stiles joins us here, a very longtime friend of mine. I could say back to what? What was your first year oh, with the Oh, my Hitman? gosh, Rod. Uh, hey, thanks for having me on, yes, by sir. the way. Thanks yeah. for having Kieran uh, before us for Muay Thai World Cup. Uh, you and I go back. I can do this. Uh, the first year, uh, I, it would have been uh, the fall of 1997. Right? That far? Yeah. yeah. So we go, okay. whatever the math is, 26 years? Yeah, long-time yeah. voice of the Calgary Hitmen, worked for the Flames for a while, then the Blackfolds Bulldogs of the AJ. For one season, yeah. Yeah, and now you're doing your own thing, which includes sports marketing and events and the Muay Thai World Cup. That's exciting. 100%. M3 Sports, as you know, is the name of the company. Uh and I'll tell you how I met Kieran in a second, uh, and it's been it's been a lot of fun uh, hanging out with this cowboy from from England. Let me tell you, uh, at least you're safe. At least you know what is it, yeah, not the kind of guy you want to punch. No. So for sure. Um, so yeah, I started my own. Uh, as you know, I, I called Hitman Games for a long time on what is now the Fan 960, hosted the Flames uh, pay-per-view broadcast for four or five years before it became Sportsnet. Yep. But uh, my passion, Rod, and I know you know this, has always been the business side of your podcast or the business side uh, of the sports industry. 
Uh, so that's what I did. You referenced Black Folds. I, was up, I wasn't up there as a broadcaster. Uh, I was up there helping them set their business up for the first year. And yep. beautiful rink. Oh, yeah. I've seen and, photos. Well, great owners, amazing ownership, amazing rink. Really good for the Alberta Junior Hockey League. But anyway, so my passion's always been the business side. Uh, so I come back here, not that I ever really left Calgary because I was going up and down the highway yep. all the time to Black Falls uh, because of my kids. But um, uh, I came back kind of in April or May of last year, and I'm like, well, now what am I going to do? I, I guess I need a job. Uh, so um, I, so I'm, I had this little company on the side called M3 Sports, and, and, I, and I've launched it. So I, I'm coming up on a year, and... Uh, uh, I always tell the joke, the first year was getting customers, Rod, and in the, in the, in the second year, try to make a little bit of money at it. So uh, one of my people I deal with uh, through my company is Muay Thai World Cup. Uh, and uh, that's why we're here today, actually. And uh, but yeah. I also represent the Calgary Canucks. I represent uh, HN Live from their sales arm and, and uh, Gordy Howe Cares for their big event at the end of May, May 26 to 8 uh, here in Calgary as well. Well, what I love, and as you know, I've been here over a year now, is kind of going into things and not knowing really what to expect. The Palace Athena's event here with Chris Cyborg last year was, I think, the first event I did, and it was awesome. But we were just coming out of COVID, you know what I mean? It wasn't packed, but it seems like you're going to have a big crowd here. Yeah, so my quick story um, with with Muay Thai, uh, I had a friend that introduces to Kieran, wherever, a mutual friend. And I know nothing about Muay Thai. I've learned, obviously, and met a number of his athletes. But I knew boxing, like you referenced. Knew a li- Dana White has made a billion dollars without Mark Stiles ever buying a pay-per-view. So I had a friend go, you got to go to this Muay Thai World Cup. I got to introduce you to Kieran Kettle. And I'm like... Yeah, I'll go. I, I, I'm a, yeah. you know, I'll go. You're like me. Yeah, I'll try yeah, it. Yeah, but I, I, yeah. I, the science in the ring, that's the guy you interviewed first. The, the guy <laughs> right. that can help with sponsorship and table sales, I guess that's me. Um, <laughs> but, or, or the event itself. But um, so I went, and it was everything Kieran just described to you. It was yeah. 2,000 people, ringside tables that sell for a couple thousand a buck, or a couple thousand a pop, and the crowd's batshit crazy. Uh, they love it. Uh, the athletes love it. It's just a fun night out. And by the way, uh, I- I'm thinking when I first got introduced to Kieran's sport, uh, and Tina Foster, we should mention, his co-owner, who's dynamite, um, and um, I- I'm like, oh, I-, I bet they're $25 tickets. Well, reality is, if you want to come here tomorrow night... Saturday night. Saturday night, sorry. Saturday night, great catch. Uh, the weigh-ins tomorrow. The fight is Saturday. Uh, the cheapest ticket you're going to get is like 75 bucks. Like, this, this is an event. And you're selling them. And you're selling them. Like, yeah. you heard Kieran said, he hopes, he'll be disappointed if he doesn't have 2,000 at the Grey Eagle Casino tomorrow night. Yeah. Anyway, is that is Saturday night. Saturday night. Tell him what day it is, Kieran. Jeez, it's been a long week. <laughs> come yeah, 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 come I, slap I, I, him. I, I come on your soul and I work for Muay Thai any longer. So it's <laughs> clearly Saturday night. Let me get it really clear. Saturday, the yeah. amateurs will go at about 3. At intermission, the pros will start about 5.30. Wow. So that's when you'll show up. When, when, Absolutely. When, when the heavyweights I'll be there. coming back from yeah. Edmonton for that. So how many tickets are left? Uh, they're, they're, that won't be a problem. The ticket sales are good. We, we even actually still have a couple tables still left. So if you want to bring 10 people, uh, sit at a table, have a buffet dinner with your friends here at the Grey Eagle Casino on Saturday night, uh, we can sell you a table still or we can sell you tickets. So three different types of tickets, general admission, VIP, or buy a table by the ring. What's the best way to get them? Just ticket. Just uh, I'd go to Muay Thai World Cup or Ticketmaster. You can't miss MuayThaiWorldCup.com or Ticketmaster.ca. We have a question here from Monty in Saskatoon regarding the Flames game tonight. He said, "Who's starting in gold tonight in Vegas and Flames net?" I looked it up. Download the score app, Monty. It's the best thing in the world. Jonathan Quick's supposed to start for Vegas tonight, and Jacob Markstrom for the Calgary Flames. Put your Flames hat on for a second. We got four minutes left. Can you handle it in four minutes? Can you uh, analyze yeah, what's well, happening? I, I don't want to miss the opportunity, Rod, to express my thanks to you for everything that we've done and got to know each other. I think there's a lot, I'd like to say a lot of mutual respect. Oh, my pleasure. Yeah. yeah. So and thanks for having me on today. Uh, and congratulations on what, and I'm not just doing this, but everyone that follows podcasting knows your show is rocking it so uh, so congrats on that thank you buddy uh so well yeah i don't work for the flames anymore so i can say whatever i want yes you can Uh, so listen i still cheer i still cheer like crazy uh went to a game a couple weeks ago actually um and like most 
Flames fans, I, I hope they win 8 out of 10 or whatever it takes coming down the stretch so we see them play beyond the next three weeks. But they're in tough. I mean, this reality, they, they got to win a lot coming down the stretch. How, are you watching every game? No. No? No. Uh, well, I, I pay attention every game. No, I just mean, yeah, how do you yeah. go to L.A. and lose 8-2 when you're supposed to be winning every game? Well, yeah, so, I, you know, that, the wrong guy to ask. But I, but I would say this, the Kings are one of the best teams in the league, and, and yeah. the Anaheim Ducks are one of the poorest teams in the league. So you play one of the best on one night, you play one that's not like that the next night, and I think there's a lot of pride in that dressing room, like there should be, uh, and they bounce back. They're still in it, man. Like, we all know... They're treading water and they're in tough. But we also all know it's possible. Yeah, I just, what I hear, I just, you you literally can't get away from it in this town. And that's fine. That's what the Flames would want from the mall to the coffee shop to the gas station, the movie theater. It's all about the Flames and who's to blame and who should get fired. And I'm like, they got 10 games left. Yeah. Like nothing's right. out of the realm of possibility here. Well, I always say, Rod, um, and it makes for great talk podcasting or whatever, but everybody is an expert at what's wrong because uh, everybody has an opinion um, but what they need is clearly solutions and if they're going to you know they're going to have to find it within the room if wow. they're going to make the playoffs in in 2022-23 yeah and i i think the tough part is uh figuring out where to go and it's not anybody's job but the owners and the general manager but everybody thinks they're the owner <laughs> yeah everybody's gonna right. which makes it so great that's what makes yeah, fun yeah that's, makes fun. that's yeah. what makes this conversation but fun understand that we don't have to listen to everybody's opinion either yeah anyways mark let's do this a lot more I yeah yeah we will do it a lot more i'm around so uh i'd love to do whatever i can with you Pleasure, i'm gonna, be, right? I'm gonna be with your boy shocks tonight too by the way oh, i blame shocks you tonight? for putting him on the radio shocks like oh love that <laughs> The Flames where, where, guy. Where, where, where are you going to the Flames tonight? game tonight? Oh, are you? Yeah. Well, punch him for me and tell him it's from his buddy Styles. <laughs> I, I absolutely will. Ryan in New York says, have a great day, everyone. Enjoy whichever sports you watch tonight. We didn't even talk Sweet 16. We'll talk about the results tomorrow. Thanks, Mark, Kieran, Jim Lang, and Moose. We'll see you tomorrow at noon Eastern here on Game Plus and the Key. Who has more fun than us? <laughs> Hell yes. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure.